y'all, and welcome back to You Know How to Read. I'm Megan. And And today we are getting into our final Writer's Wednesday. Um, I know. Uh, This was a short mini series um, about writing tips for different things that we've come across and wanted to share. And today we are getting into the nitty gritty, the drafting, the writing, (laughs) editing, all, all sorts of things uh actually you know writing the book <laughs> the the promoting and yeah, some promoting. of the stuff that goes mm-hmm. around with that because i want to say so we compiled this list together yes i put promoting on this and you're probably like natalie if we're talking about the like drafting process mm-hmm. and the editing why are we trying to do promoting in this wouldn't that have gone in another one with like maybe the query letter mm-hmm. the first lines no no the biggest thing that i've ever seen and i'm contemplating this actively Mm -hmm. like i haven't even told you this (laughs) oh (laughs) so one of the most helpful things that i've ever heard online that makes so much fucking sense is like Mm -hmm. okay so what is the point of writing a novel one it's it's for you you want to write it it's a story that you want to tell but second to that is for the readers for mm-hmm. the people to read your novel and have that little bit of escapism. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you get readers with this day and age? A lot of that is contingent on your presence online. Yeah. That's just how it is. I mean, so, we've seen that with book so talk, TikTok, book talk, yeah. so much. You know, Instagram and book talk are so heavily reliant. Mm-hmm. Like the authors today are so heavily reliant on their communication with their fans, with their readers. Mm-hmm. How do they do that? Social media. So the biggest takeaway that I have seen, and I am like, do I need another Instagram? It seems like it. I have an author Instagram. You need- um, I don't use it a lot. I want to start using it again. Yeah. It's one of those things they say, mm-hmm. the moment you start writing is the moment you start promoting. You start promoting, yes. So the moment you have any mm-hmm. ounce of information that you are like, this is it. And you know or for like, a fact this is a book that you want to publish? Start promoting it. Yes. The the writing process, the mm-hmm. editing process, the drafting process, the character design, the map building, the, what, the whatever. Yes. It's all content. It's mm-hmm. all things that people, readers, are interested in, especially in doesn't really matter it's any yeah genre. oh yeah obviously like i don't know about memoirs but <laughs> if it's that your, would just be your personal right instagram. i was gonna say that would be your personal instagram <laughs> but yeah no the moment you have mm-hmm. an idea you need to have an author page you need to have yeah and then it's one of those things where i've been like dragging my heels on and i'm like i need to do this mm-hmm. i am getting way too scarily close to the end and to have not yeah luckily we have this platform right here where there's you know, I can promote it on our mm-hmm. podcast page, but I also need to start promoting yes, it on my own absolutely. page. absolutely. But, you know, we are both lucky that when we, when the day comes that we are publishing, we can be like, hey, yo, guys, mm-hmm. like we can spam our podcast page for more readers, but mm-hmm. uh, um, we don't have to do that. We we yeah. really need yeah. to have oh, our yeah. own page. Oh, yeah. Um, but there are plenty of things that else that you can do when you're drafting mm-hmm. and writing. And <laughs> the editing process, I did mention um, the editing process in the last one, two. Yeah, we did, we did briefly get a little side rail when we were talking about writing process and whatnot, um, where you 
drafts and then you edit and like how that looks and it's different for everyone. Um, and it's scary. It is, but, it's you know. terrifying. The editing yeah. process is the most daunting process to me ever. And because I am not a strong editor, I am really great at writing. I'm really great mm-hmm. at the like creative mojo. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to spelling and, and, <laughs> and the tenses, I'm terrible at spelling. I, and like, I teach a language, y'all. I teach like grammar. I, I don't know grammar. The, there are two <laughs> things that are the bane of my existence Scrabble, hate Scrabble. That's so shit. And and mad libs because it's like give me three adjectives and an adverb and i'm like what the fuck is an adverb <laughs> like it's right? just one of those things where i immediately panic i can put it in a pretty sentence but i could not tell you what mm-hmm. anything is like i know a noun mm-hmm. I know yeah an ad- i know what a noun and an adjective. listen this is the bane of my existence as a language teacher is my students don't know either i'll point to a <laughs> word i'm like what 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 is this a noun a verb and they'll be like a noun or They'll be like a verb, and I'm like, dog is a verb. What? No. Yeah. <laughs> so it's you know it's fine. It's so fine. So when it comes to the editing process, I've done two very different things. Um, mm-hmm. The the I think the, honestly the biggest holdup of my novel outside of changing a major content change that mm-hmm. is the best one of most. I am so glad, so glad. That it is taking like some people are like oh my gosh you've been working on your book for a decade yes i've been working on my book for a decade it'll be it'll be 10 years old next year oh shut up <laughs> i, <laughs> I don't that. care that my child can be a fifth grader <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine but without there's no timeline there is no timeline except for the timeline that's in the novel <laughs> hey um if I had rushed publishing it, I did actually push it through a publisher in mm-hmm. 2019. I'm so glad it did not get accepted because without that major content change that I made in 2020, mm-hmm. it would not be the novel that it is today. And I yeah. think the novel that it is today is perfection. It is, mm-hmm. it is what it was always, yeah. it was, it's the evolution that it was meant to have. Mm-hmm. Now I say that there's two very different um, editing processes that I have tackled with it because I like I said I hate editing and that's this that's the second biggest thing that's yeah I am a yeah. really slow editor and I cannot afford an editor <laughs> mm-hmm. so I am I am doing the most like final final edit that I am physically mm-hmm. capable to do so there are two ways that I've done it in the past I have printed out chapter by chapter and mm-hmm. physically edited it now here's the caveat to that that why it didn't work is I started not only grammar content mm-hmm. like you know grammar editing and like spelling editing mm-hmm. i also started doing content editing where i'm like you know yeah. i want to tweak this sentence i want to tweak mm-hmm. this like how they say it and yeah. it became so too much i needed like a mm-hmm. copy editor to then transfer all yes those in, and i hated that process mm-hmm. reading off of my edited version to put into my physical version that's just like mm-hmm. what what line am i looking at again yeah it's like battleship but yeah. in the worst way Right. So like, exactly. Sometimes I have this itch to print off my novel because I feel overwhelmed by the editing mm-hmm. process. And I'm like, I need it physically in front of me. And that's not the move for me. It's mm-hmm. for some people. Like, yeah, I know it might be. Jen Furlong, she actually does that. She prints mm-hmm. it entirely off and she reads through it. Now yes. I cannot do that. The print mm-hmm. does not work. It does not work for me. Um, what works for me actually is I have 
a current like content reader. Mm-hmm. They read a chapter every like few weeks and they give they go through and leave me comments. It's mm-hmm. not grammatical editing. No. But it is no. content. And mm-hmm. it honestly has made my and I'm not saying that you you'd be very lucky to find somebody that's willing to read a chapter at a time of your book and just comment on it. I yeah, yeah, yeah. that for pretty much anybody who asks me. I will also. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's really not that hard. But like, I will also do that. <laughs> um, but it's on it's one of the most it's been so impactful. Like it's mm-hmm. really, I've yeah. seen an improvement in yeah. my overall story. But like, I, what I was mentioning in the last episode was if I'm really struggling, Comic Sans was um, mm-hmm. a font invented for people who are dyslexic. There are dyslexic fonts. I write in the nice, I think I write in like Arial Narrow. <laughs> oh, nice. That's a good one. Another, it's very straight. Yeah. Very straight. Yeah, yeah. Um, clean. I like clean lines. Mm-hmm. Um it's either that or Times New Roman. Those are my mm-hmm. two thoughts. Um, yeah. So if I'm ever really struggling and I need help editing, what I do is I take my book, mm-hmm. I turn it into a dyslexic font because I am dyslexic, <laughs> and then I double space it because I have the problem where my brain is jumping around mm-hmm. too much. And the thing is, is like my husband did a really good job of pointing this out to me the other day. <laughs> so after I'm done, editing this version mm-hmm. of it he's gonna go through it because he knows how i like to say things like through, uh-huh. through like writing yeah because he read a sentence out loud to me like i and i was just like yeah that's what i wrote and he was like no that's not what you wrote and then he read what i actually wrote and i was just like <laughs> what oh. <laughs> and i was like in my brain it's all beautiful uh-huh. and like perfect and he's like i i see what you're trying to say mm-hmm. and he's like it's literally just a barrier natalie yeah. And like sometimes you're not going to be able to see your edits. Mm-hmm. So by changing the font, putting the double spacing, maybe putting it out. in a different format. I know someone, one of our authors was saying that she um downloads it and puts it on her Kindle and reads it on her Kindle. So it's exactly. like a different format. So yeah, changing it into a different format. But I like what you were saying about there being different types. So during 2020 quarantine and all that, I got on Fiverr and I started doing, um, beta reading and proofreading and they're two different things so you have your beta reading which is the content editing and you know this is what I think of the story are you okay question are you thinking about alpha reading or beta reading I might be using the wrong terms I don't know um basically what I did was I read a story and then I wrote like what I thought of it Beta reading. Beta reading. So um, my person is an alpha yes. reader, meaning she is literally doing content. That's the content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So there's there's the content editing. Then there's, you know, after content editing, there's still some more content editing, but like as yeah. a whole. And then at the very, very end, you do proofreading, which is for the grammar and the spelling, not That's for content. Nice. It is only, only proofreading here's the thing guys like ultimately Mm -hmm. if the story is good the grammar does not matter right I mean you want it to have good grammar and you want it to have correct spelling and you don't want to have typos but the important thing at first is to get the story to be the continuity issues the storyline to everything everything like that and then again the very last thing that you need to do is proofread because here's the thing, the people that are your alpha readers, the things, mm-hmm. the people that are your beta readers are the people who love reading and newsflash probably yes. read a lot of fucking trashy mm-hmm. 
fan fiction with no grammar and no spelling. Mm-hmm. And half the people are like, English is my second language. And yeah. so bottom of the barrel, barrel like expectations mm-hmm. for a story. And so when you're reading somebody's like alpha or beta project, you can gloss over those things real quick mm-hmm. and get down to the characters, get down to the story, get down to the yes. plot and really appreciate what you're trying to share. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. if whether oh, yeah. you were using the right pretense or if there's a comma there. Mm-hmm. That is final steps. So, exactly. Yes. And here's the thing is, if you are lucky enough, and there's plenty of people out there, like especially if you started your own Instagram page or your mm-hmm. own TikTok, and you're like, hey, guys, I need... 10 alpha readers for continuity. All I want you to do is read the chapter and make sure that everything makes sense. Like nothing's out of place. And when I say Mm -hmm. out of place, I don't mean like, is this paragraph in the right place? It's like, literally I had my alpha reader. She asked me about a piece of rope. She's like, wait, I thought that rope, like I found out that I had her arms tied in front of her in one paragraph Mm -hmm. and the very next page, they were tied behind her back. That's what I mean. Like making sure everything's in place. Mm -hmm. You can just, Pop on there and be like, I need 10 alpha readers. 10. That's ah, cool. that's cool yeah. enough. I have mm-hmm. three. <laughs> yeah. I would like five. <laughs> I said yes already. I I'm know, just waiting. I'm anxious. Okay. I'm anxious. <laughs> I don't think like this sounds crazy when I say this out loud, but giving somebody my novel the way mm-hmm. that I would be giving it to you is equivalent of me accepting to do a trust fall. And I Oh, absolutely. I hate trust. Yeah. I'd rather rip my toenails off than do it. Yeah. So the fact that yeah. I'm willing <laughs> going to share with you my novel is equivalent to me. I'd rather rip my toenails off. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I don't have warm and fuzzy feelings sharing my novel. With oh, no, no, no. It is terrifying. terrifying. I completely agree. I was just messing with you. Yeah. You so take your time. <laughs> like I, I have... I want five alpha readers because mm-hmm. I think at this stage in my like quality of writing and my stage of where my novel is, I don't mm-hmm. need a bunch of alpha readers. Right. I need a few. Mm-hmm. And then my husband's going to do it and he's going to do a grammatical passing because he's mm-hmm. really good at that. And then I have actually started shopping for shopping. <laughs> my Amazon cart. Hey. <laughs> shopping for, um, editors you can find on fiverr and Mm -hmm. other places really really good Mm -hmm. at least affordable if this is what you if you're willing to put the money out you do not have to you Mm -hmm. do not have to you don't have to you can send your work off with one or two draft passes and Mm -hmm. people will pick it up people will pick it up now if you're doing self-publishing i'd highly consider an editor yeah (laughs) because we're not perfect no one's perfect. And the more you stare at your own novel, the more you're going to forget about, you're not going to see mm-hmm. errors. <laughs> yeah. But there are some really affordable options and people that have like thousands of reviews. Mm-hmm. Thousands of reviews. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the other thing is, is like, if you if you start promoting your stuff online and you start building a little following, you can mm-hmm. find content editors, proof editors, people online. You're like, hey, I'm looking for this. And you can meet them through online connections not yeah. websites i mean there's plenty of options out there when it mm-hmm. comes to beta reading once you've done all this stuff like so like it's editing some people will disagree with this step and i i think beta reading comes after grammatical editing in my opinion yeah i think so too that makes sense some people will say it's the other way around mm-hmm. 
you can because you can technically do another pass. Well, isn't beta reading also arc? Like advanced reader copy, or is that different? Different. Arc readers? Okay. Arc readers or your alpha readers. Oh, okay. So there's a, there's alpha, arc, and beta. Yeah. I kind of put, so alpha readers or arc readers are kind of like, they get the first draft, the first like major mm-hmm. pass, where it's not, it's not bare bones. It's, mm-hmm. it's mostly there. Mm-hmm. And they read through it and they okay. do their notes and their critiques and everything. And then you revise it again. Well, because I know I have some advanced reader copies. So where I don't it's know. a physical published thing. It's just not out to the public. Like I have so, advanced yeah. reader copies. Yeah, yeah. There, and that's the thing. Some people associate beta readers and arc readers as two mm-hmm. different things, but you can view them. So like you like you were saying you beta read and then there's adjustments and then you arc read. But then mm-hmm. I know some people that arc read then beta read. Yeah. It, so it's whatever you want. It's yeah, whatever yeah. you want. Mm-hmm. And it's, it also really dictates whether you're doing self-publishing or mm-hmm. regular publishing. Yeah. Um, arc reading in tandem to beta reading is very, very similar. Mm-hmm. And the ways that it is, is your beta readers and your arc readers are reading almost the finalized version, mm-hmm. if not the final version yeah. of your novel. And the whole point, a, a major point of all of this is mm-hmm. to get reviews. Your book yes. is getting reviews. Yes. The moment it publishes, your reviews become public. Mm-hmm. Well, they become sometimes they become public before they're even out. And so that exactly that you're starting on a platform that you're publishing on with reviews. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you have more. So like when somebody looks at your book and there's zero stars, zero reviews, zero recommendations, Mm -hmm. typically when you're doing a beta reading or an arc reading, you leave a review and Mm -hmm. it exists months before because you're promoting this for months. You're trying to build Mm -hmm. this big old hype. It's like the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is you publishing the book. Yep. That's a niche reference for people who don't watch films. (laughs) It is Comic-Con. For your book. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really trying. Try, I'm reaching here. I don't know. Um, but it's like you're going to be promoting your publishing date four mm-hmm. months in advance. And so having reviews already up there months before your book, you can be like, check out this review. Check out yeah. this review. So that's all. It just kind of depends on the process. Mm-hmm. I've seen it so many ways. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. Well, there's always a few wrong ways. Don't just publish your first draft. <laughs> No, do not. No, no. That's not the move. But it's just like, and I think one of our authors that we had on here recently is like, oh, I write my first draft. And then they, a lot of, not even that, they like, they call it drafting. Like so Mm -hmm. much of what I think I considered my first version of my novel being Mm -hmm. a completed like work is, was I think drafting. Like, honestly, yeah. like, I think it yeah. was drafting. It was very much, like, I don't want to say a crude version of my story, but a very, like, yeah, oh, yeah, less detailed, well, that's, first passing. Yeah, so that's what I struggled with originally when I, you know, was writing was it has the the first draft has to be almost perfect. Yeah. But no, it doesn't. The first draft is supposed to be messy and crazy, don't go back into your first draft until it is finished to start working. Um, one of our authors said that she will have scenes where in her first draft, they're bullet points. Yeah. 
And then she moves on because that's what works best. So like, it's your first draft is not, it is drafting. It is not a finished manuscript. It is not a manuscript. It is literally just a draft. And then you can go back, flesh it out, fix the things that need to be fixed. And then you can get into the other editing stuff as well. Honestly, I feel like you have your first draft, your drafting Mm -hmm. process. Then you have a second drafting. Mm-hmm. You go back through and you flush out the original one. By the end of the second draft, you have something resembling your manuscript at that yes. point. After you've done that, you mm-hmm. then can go in and do content editing. Mm-hmm. After you do content editing, typically I'd have a content editor look at it. Yeah. yeah. And then do, uh, after you do content editing, grammatical editing. Yes. And in between the content editing and the grammatical editing of editors, you are going to be continuously flushing mm-hmm. it out, adding more details, adding sentences, taking away things. So really it's a living organism mm-hmm. until the very end. And yeah, every author will say this. There's like, there's always things I want to change. There's always yeah. things I could go back. If yeah. I sat with my manuscript for another 20 years, I could change every sentence if I wanted to, mm-hmm. because I wouldn't like it. Yeah. yeah. You'll be very proud of me, Megan. Oh, You're very proud of me. Oh, oh, oh. I'm in my, I'm in my content editing era right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a shirt <laughs> that is a shirt that's also a very uh on brian taylor swift thing that you just said yes i know shut up um <laughs> i have written twice mm-hmm. twice in my um in my current content editing mm-hmm. and i've given it to my alpha reader this way as well okay it's okay not just, it's not just like in my own little bubble uh-huh. I, I said um I wrote a bunch, edited a bunch, didn't like how this one section was turning out, edited below it. I copied and pasted what was above it and below it. And then I put in the middle on her copy, still working on this chunk, come back later. Ooh, I'm so proud of you. So there was like a little jumpy jump, a little skippy skip. And then I even wrote another one, considering changing POV to male character for this section. I wrote it in I'm the traditional. Very proud of you, right? Very That's proud of very you. Yes, of me. it is very planter of you. I love that. <laughs> so, like, obviously, like, I am a ride or die planner. Mm-hmm. I have a little. So, like, your things are going to change. Like, yeah, you're... they're going to change. Whenever Don't be you're afraid doing of that. This editing, drafting process, mm-hmm. whatever works for you is what works for you. Because exactly, you... at the end of the day, the goal is to get a better version mm-hmm. of what you put on paper for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the readers and yeah. whatever drags your lump ass across that finish line <laughs> it's what you gotta do baby yeah I don't know a soul that I mean I know a few people a few of our authors like their editing mm-hmm. process I lord bless their souls I don't know how they do it mm-hmm. they're like I no. really like it I find it refreshing great can you like jump <laughs> into my body that? can you like jump and take over my body my my fleshy husk and uh-huh. like edit it out for me please because I hate this mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. just, you know what if this okay to put on the scale of things you know ripping my toenails out doing a test call <laughs> sharing my novel with people editing my novel I think I'd rather rip my toenails out than edit my novel like getting up in the morning. And you would rather do a trust fall than edit your novel? Yes. 
yes, I would rather do a trust fall. You so know, what? I'm curious that what type of trust fall is this? Like just the literally leaning back uh, and someone touches you. I hate that. Because I've did a trust fall once where you were up on a platform and you fell back Dang. into a bunch of. It was a retreat for eighth grade. You know, it was a yeah. 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 It was terrifying. It was the devil. I hate yeah. it. That's why I also don't like rocking chairs because it's like, it's just like, ah, I got you. <laughs> like, you never know when you're going to tilt. And then you go, right? Yeah. It's like, is it going to be an easy uh-huh. rocking or are you just going to go, <laughs> I said, I don't, I don't sit in rocking chairs either, guys. <laughs> it's, it's like no cracker barrel sitting for you. No, it's like self imposed <laughs> trust falls because you just like, you mean I have to trust the thing I'm sitting on? We don't have time to unpack all that. We're going to no. move on. Uh- <laughs> For my therapist. <laughs> and I jot some notes down. <laughs> oh my gosh. But when it comes like in like your program that you're mm-hmm. using, the yes. Scriptner has a good like editing thing. It Obviously, does. Like- it's, it's really cool. Cause like, again, not sponsored. That'd be really cool. Um, But, and I've only used it like a few times. I have not gotten like deep into it. But like it has, it's made for writers. I mean, academic and otherwise, but it is made for novel writers and everything is separated out. You can pull things in and have them dual screen next to each other. Easy peasy. You can um, have your maps in there and your character info and other stuff. (laughs) Um, You can go back and find old edits that you made um, so that you can look at it if you need to. It doesn't delete any of that um but then the coolest thing I think for me is when it's all said and done because I know like for me personally I don't know how you do it but for me every chapter has a different google doc I like having them separate so I can see them and work specifically so that's how a lot of people do it so this is the same way each like section or chapter or whatever is broken into a different document and you can move them around or whatever But then it has an option to where when you're ready to make it a manuscript, it automatically compiles everything for you and puts it in manuscript format. All of mine have a page break in between. Yeah. So, so it, it pulls it all together and puts it in whatever manuscript format you want. It's got ebook manuscript format. It's got traditional manuscript format, whatever you need, it puts it in there for you and it does all the work for you. So that if you are like me and you have documents all over the place, it is boom right there for you. This which is I really the like. sizing. This is a good idea. The sizing of my on my page, my mm-hmm. pages are formatted to be this size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I decided eons ago that I wanted my book to be the like small five by seven. I think this is. Mm-hmm. This might be a five by eight. Um. Because the new traditional publishing is so much larger. It is. Yeah. So like, this is the current, like, standard. Like, mm-hmm. you know, guys, just bonking my microphone. This is what you'll find most books. Yeah. These days. Yeah. I, I have a love-hate relationship with it. I don't really mm-hmm. care as long as it all is. But my book, I'm going to fight if I get it published traditionally mm-hmm. to be this size. Because I decided that I wanted my book. And this is so, like, uh, smutty of me. I want it to fit in a bag. Yeah, I want people to travel with my book. Mm-hmm. I want my book to be like, ah, you know what? It's small enough to fit in my bag, so I will take mm-hmm. it to the airport, or I will take yeah. it to the train, or I will take it to work as I commute to read mm-hmm. on my lunch break. Like, I want it to be a book that you will take. And if people are gonna lug around this motherfucking beast of a book, mm-hmm. uh, oh stab, um, you can take my little tiny book around. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 
Oh yeah. So it's it really is up to you. Like if you like this new style, like this mm-hmm. larger font and the print and everything, then fine, yeah. go for it. But I prefer the smaller ones because I also feel really weird about pe- taking people's money. So I can pay. Yeah. Them. You can pay me less for that one. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm weird like that. Mm-hmm. I I don't um it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but going back to like the editing and drafting and all that mm-hmm. jazz, like it's really like one of the things that really helped me was actually changing the format size of my pages to like mm-hmm. see it look like what it would look like on in a novel to yeah. make sure my margins were correct and make sure my font size was correct and all those little things because mm-hmm. it really impacts how you look at your novel. Right. And that's exactly. If you wanted to do your editing process, because like my whole thing is in this pre-formatted page setting, mm-hmm. if I took it out and put it into a normal document, no formatting, read it like a Word doc, mm-hmm. it would look completely different. And I'd probably find a lot of things. Oh, like yeah. That. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it it's just really, there's just little things that you can do. And there's there no is. wrong way or mm-hmm. right way. As you're hearing, there's no wrong way or right way to do any of this stuff. Nope. It's whatever but, works for you. Well, we're going to get into the fun stuff now. Like yes. That's the editing, the drafting. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into the two little, like, little kernels. The um book cover design, the cover mm-hmm. art, the names, maps, and, like, mm-hmm. little details that you'll find in your novel. And... I've mentioned a few times now that my novel has had three iterations of a name. I don't plan on changing it anymore. Mm-hmm. It was, I can't, I'm not going to tell you the first name because that'll give away a, a plot twist. It was Ivory for a while. Mm-hmm. No longer Ivory. <laughs> so hopefully the book that you will meet and, and read is Rarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all of my books are, so you know how we have, uh, a court of wing and ruin, a mm-hmm. adjective, adjective, and and. Yes. All of my novels end with an E sound. So the fir- the prequel is, is Majesty, Rarity, Prophecy, oh, fuck, uh, <laughs> Ancestry, Legacy. Uh-huh. So it's all these E's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. So <laughs> I've already, and mind you, I was driving across one of the bridges in Richmond at like ass crack. Because back when Monica started, I'm sorry, mm. back when the high school, I'm going to bleep that out. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably for the best. Probably for the best. Oh, back when, <laughs> when uh, school started at like seven. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was driving from downtown because I live downtown. Mm-hmm. And I was driving across, I think it was like one of the, I can't remember the bridge name of it. Um, and I, I was listening to Dermot Kennedy and all of them came to me in one go. <laughs> All four book titles. I love like, that. Boom, 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 boom. And I was just like, this, this is, is it. <laughs> this, this is, is what it is. <laughs> but I have had a few. It's really funny. So, like, obviously, most of our listeners and most of this type of books readers mm-hmm. are women. Yeah. And so, Josh, of course, my husband will like sometimes do a little braggy brag about me writing books. And all a lot of the partners make a joke. Is they're like, it, they like go, um, is it something like a blank of blank and blank? Mm-hmm. And my, and Josh goes, no, it's actually not. And they're like, really? And they go, oh, thank God. <laughs> they're like, thank God. Not another one of those stupid books with all those nouns mm-hmm. and adjectives. And, uh, and that, yeah, that's something to also think about. Like, obviously your title is whatever your title is. Yeah. But like, there is a stigma behind books these days. To, <laughs> to just copy. A blank of blank and blank. Yeah. yeah and like, even from blood and ash like um blood 
uh, I had, I don't have it anymore since I came into this room, but when the library was in the back room, I had a whole shelf that the theme was blank of blank and blank, like yeah, literally. Yeah. It's it's super popular, like mm-hmm. King of Battle and Blood, um, House of Sky and Breath, All uh, of, yeah. A Touch of Darkness, like there's just so many, like mm-hmm. obviously Empire of Storms, not really, but like, you know. Well, I don't know, because like, even with hers, it's Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight, Heir of Fire, Queen of Shadows, Empire of Storms, Tower of Dawn, Kingdom of Ash. Like, there, there is a theme there. There is a theme. And I don't find that as much. You know, which uh. this is basically the same thing as the other ones. The only difference is there is no and something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, there, you know, it's a common thing, which if that's what you want, by all means, you know, do what you want. But, but just understand there is a, yeah, there's just Sorry, like I'm talking really close to the mic right now. Um, looking at all my books. Um, but yeah. So just be thoughtful mm. and obviously like some like obviously like if we're gonna use um like Kingdom of Ash, let's just use that mm-hmm. one. So Kingdom of Ash obviously directly relates to the plot. Yes. Rarity directly relates to my plot. Like mm-hmm. I hate when you read a book and you're just like why is it called this yeah it has no correlation like it has no correlation mm-hmm. oh, uh, you know there's i'm gonna find a book that i know fits that category um i probably don't have many because i kind of hate that um i also hate this that her her last name is above the title of the book's name because i was like what book is kennedy <laughs> called guild <laughs> But, you know, it's just one of those things mm. where it's just like, what is this about? Also, yeah. if it's not a super common name or uh, language that people don't understand. So, like, I bought this book. It's called Krell. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was. I had no idea what that was. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's like a term in the, like, sewing community. Oh, okay. Like a sewer. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Makes sense when I Googled it. But at the time, after I read the book, I was like, why the fuck are these people called this? Like, why is this book called this? Mm-hmm. It's like an old term for a type of, like, sewer. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I get it. But at the same time, as a general public person who has a well knowledge of history, mm-hmm. no fucking clue about this one. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love that book. It was such a good book. And it's only sold in the UK. And so I actually had my husband bring me back the other two last time he went on a business. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember you telling me about that. Highly, it's still a good book, but like sometimes mm. it's like plot. Like, what does that mean? So like, yeah. picking out, but if you want help picking out, like I know some people really struggle picking mm-hmm. out. Uh, uh, what's it called? Titles? I don't know. Yeah, I don't feel like it's a really hard thing to do because I feel like oh, I struggle with titles. Really? Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You, do you use like a generator or anything to like pick out titles? Or I haven't. I'm not at the point right now where I'm picking out a title. <gasps> um, right now I have like a working title of just with my cozy fantasy whiskers and runes yes um whiskeys and runes whiskers and runes i can't talk lord um like whiskers and runes pop uh tavern or apothecary i haven't decided yet but um yeah it's i mean i have working titles but i don't have like title titles yet 
yeah 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 and like you can obviously there's plenty of places that you can find um <laughs> I always like the little like generators it's like your birthday your favorite color uh-huh. yeah. wearing. and like you can use that if that's uh-huh. what you want then use that and and like I know some of the other offers that we've had on here they're like yeah I just have a bunch of things in a bowl or I you know ask mm-hmm. people who have read it like what would you call this book and mm-hmm. they give them ideas so like yeah it comes to you at different stages mine came mm-hmm. super early but I also knew my entire plot line yeah day one yeah and not even my entire like first novel plot line, like the first four novels. Yes. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. my brain was braining. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to creating um, cover art, honestly, mm-hmm. Canva's where it's at. Yeah, Canva's great. Now, or I mean, you could hire some, I, you know, you graphic have, designers. Oh, if you cannot afford a graphic designer, if you cannot mm-hmm. afford, I obviously I'm going to promote small business. Like, yes. go find a small business, go mm-hmm. find somebody who can do the artwork or the art style that you really like. But if yeah. you cannot afford that, Flickr, uh, Canva, and there's like one other, they're free mm-hmm. sources of all this catalogs of, of photos, mm-hmm. of information, everything. I even know people who, um, I don't condone this, but I know people who use Pinterest and have posted, have published yeah. with Pinterest photos oh. as their background. And like, obviously that's like somebody's work that mm-hmm. they've like edited and changed and like done stuff too. So like, there's the whole context of like, well, if they mm-hmm. took the photo, they, you know, changed the contrast, changed the settings, added a font, maybe did this. Like, is it really the original image anymore? Yeah. Technically, yes. Mm-hmm. I would not say use Pinterest. Do not use Pinterest. Yeah. but because there are so many well then there's also the whole ai thing too and i'm gonna quote that one author that we Mm -hmm. have on our podcast you can use ai as long as it's for self-promotion and Mm -hmm. not for sale do not yes yes i like it as a promotional aid Mm -hmm. not as a selling print yeah i'll make money off something that Mm -hmm. i didn't create that a software made for me based off of googling images Mm mm-hmm yeah. So yeah, AI, as beautiful as it is, it's great for promotional acts, but not mm-hmm. for, selling. for selling. But yeah, yeah, Canva is definitely like I've made all of. My I love Canva. Oh my gosh, Canva, it's an addiction. Mm-hmm. All I, of our stuff on Instagram is from Canva. Oh yeah, <laughs> I spend way too much time with them. I do too. I use it for both like oh, personal for... stuff and I use oh, it for work same. all the time. I use it for work all the yeah. time. And I use it for my own business, my photography mm-hmm. business. I use it for my websites that I build, yeah. like all that kind of stuff. So it's so handy. And if you haven't yes. already, like, if you don't already have Canva, like get it. And I recommend the pro package. It's, it's not that expensive package. and it's, it's worth it. It's worth every penny mm-hmm. and you will benefit from so much. And like, you can even when making your art, you know, send it out to your friends, post it mm-hmm. up on your story, get feedback, like have um people rank their yeah. like, yes or no like which one's your favorite you know mm-hmm. and have like a grid or whatever you can really like make it yeah and have your new audience vote mm-hmm. on like what things and it's it's so easy to do but if you can't and you don't know how then hire somebody and yeah. that's a budget thing that you're gonna have to figure out <laughs> mm-hmm. I will not be hiring anybody because I am an artist. Like you're an artist. I will be hiring someone because I hire am not. Me. <laughs> I, you are the first in my mind <laughs> with well, all of it. <laughs> honestly, because like, I feel like at times we share half a brain and I'll be like, bong, 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 bong. and you're like, bong, 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 bong. 
Literally, though, yes. Well, I no, like, oh. no, you will always be the first person I go to for any type of design or artwork or like, graphic, like anything. The map that I, 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 I mean, guys, I had such a hyperfixation. Megan was working on a city map for one of for I was, yeah, for not even like the main city it that it takes place in. City. And it was a I city was that like, was going to be mentioned, and then it was going to like later maybe pop up at like book two or three. And I was like, bet I'm going to make the entire layout of this metropolitan city. And I like went to town. Yes, it was great. And then I like, she sent me pictures and then I like kind of did a rough, very rough sketch on a sticky note so I could have it on there. Yes, yes. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. if you need a, I'm going to shamelessly plug myself. If you need a designer and you have to uh-huh. call me. Yes, exactly. But yeah, so like the whole like, and it's fun to do the book cover and have mm-hmm. the, um, title and everything because when you put it in the document and you put it on like it it makes it more real and it's more fun Mm -hmm. and if you change the title whatever if you decide if you want to change the uh Mm -hmm. the cover art so what it it kind of breaks up the monotony of like the the dreadful editing process with like a little bit of fun and look at your favorite covers and if it matches your style of story your plot and all that then look into who did the art. I know we've had authors on here where we were like, what is your artwork? How did you do it? And they're like, oh, I saw this person's artwork and I contacted the graphic designer who created that cover and started working with them. So you can absolutely do that and find based on, you know, obviously you can't recreate it yourself and steal it, but um, you can, you know, yeah, like I was uh, walking around Barnes and Noble the other day, and Josh was like, "Oh yeah," he literally said that he's like, "You mm-hmm. should look at some of the stuff, and maybe we can contact." Like, mm-hmm. if you don't, if you want to send your version as the original draft, and mm-hmm. then see what they can do, then we can do that. And he's like, "Is there any particular um, style that you like?" And I was like, "Yeah, but it is way oversaturated. Like, mm-hmm. are you oversaturated? It's the same yeah. person who does." Um, some of the Brandon Sanderson ones, mm, I think they, yes, similar to the style that does the uh, coloring book for SJM. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Can yeah. you see? Like it's a specific, I can picture it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the cartoon, but not uh-huh. cartoon. Yes, and it's in a lot of popular YA mm-hmm. and fantasy drawn covers, and I love it. But I feel mm-hmm. like it has a direct association to other novels. Yeah. And it's like you instantly recognize the artwork. At least I feel like it's instantly recognizable. Mm-hmm. And, I, and he was like, well, why don't we reach out to them? And I was like, you think we can afford them? They're working with SJM and Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> Do they have like a charity case option? <laughs> I was like, can I like put in like a financial aid form? <laughs> and see FAFSA? Will FAFSA <laughs> take it for me? be like maybe they'll you know do like oh open studio i'll do a, a one hour workshop with i can afford this like damn no i love you but no yeah that's actually the only other thing that i haven't really determined is my is my cover art going to be symbolism mm-hmm. like um ah, i'm trying to find one <laughs> is it going to be like daughter like frankie right or mm-hmm. is it going to be like uh we hunt the flame where there's like an actual character mm-hmm. you know i really haven't decided oh i have i have a an idea or is it gonna be um hang on let me find the right uh book cover that i'm thinking of 
like some of them some of the books that I've like thought about doing <sighs> all what I can reach is like a legit mm-hmm. photo yeah like am I gonna have <laughs> can pounds <laughs> I got it on sale as two pounds um but it's like do I want to do photography do I want to do mm-hmm. symbolism do I want to yeah. do um a like actual character with a cartoon mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. that's I haven't figured hey, that I out have yet. mine for at least for the cozy fantasy one I know I want the cartoony mm-hmm. um pastel bright colors um yeah why am I blanking legends and lattes no or, um, no the cutesier um Oh, like the rom-com ones? Like Studio Ghibli. That's what I'm trying to think. Oh. Like, 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 like the rom, not the rom-com. I was ones, thinking like, like Tessa Bailey. Like, no, no, no. Well, sort of, but like the, kind of like Studio Ghibli-ish. Wait, I, you know. I um, the one that's coming to mind is actually a graphic novel. <laughs> yes, like that. Like Kiki's um, Delivery Service. Like Kiki's cute. Delivery Service, cute. Um, there's a graphic novel I think called Mooncakes. Yeah. Um, if you Google Mooncakes, it's that style Moon. of cutesy. It's a graphic novel. It's I I want it. It looks real cute. Like for the um, Lunar New Year? No, I don't I don't know. It's about a witch and hold on. It's just cute. Google it and you'll find yeah. it. It's cute, yeah. So something similar to that, but more like a studio Ghibli type style. And I have it where like they're all, you know, traipsing into the tavern. Have you ever watched um, Seven Deadly Sins? Mm-mm. You would like that anime. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard a lot about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. I, I recommend it. Yeah. The, the animation style also reminds me of it. Mm-hmm. Of that anime. Yeah. yeah, but the cutesy cartoon, bright colors, you Did know. Did you ever read... Um, Oh, it was a webtoon that had similar animation. I bet you could hire her. Like she has. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, what is it's about the like gamer who's like falls in love with her neighbor who's also a gamer, but also falls in love with like her boss. I don't know that one. It was so good. What was it called? I'm gonna pull it up now. Okay. But that is something that you guys can yes yeah in the process but anyways mm-hmm. i think that concludes our writers workshop wednesdays yeah i think so I mean, um we do want to talk real quick um so we gave all of these tips whether they were helpful or not is for you to decide <laughs> yeah um things that we've encountered things that we've talked about with other authors and whatnot um and so one of the things that both of us really like is natalie started doing a writing group with um Jen um who we interviewed last season Jen for um, long yep. and I got into it um over the summer because I you know had the time because it was summer but now that school has started I haven't been able to so one of the things that we are looking at doing is doing a writing group um starting soon we're still ironing out details Yes. We'll get back to you on that, but we are in the works for a we know how to write. Yes. Uh writing group. And yeah. I would say the bare bones of information that we have for you guys mm-hmm. right now is it would be a weekday. 
and it would be in the evening. Yes. Yeah. Because we, my writer's group that I go to in the mornings Mm. is from 6.30 to 8 a.m. Which I, which is fine, except I have to be at school at 7. A lot of people have to work it. Yeah. So depending on, like, instead of, like, asking Mm -hmm. everybody to wake up at 5 a.m. to write, (laughs) <laughs> more manageable weekly yes. weeknight mm-hmm. uh evening yeah. yeah writing session that you guys mm-hmm. can join in on and yeah. hopefully well you can uh get it up and going soon and then yes maybe that nanorimo will be even more <laughs> yeah yeah there we so, go yeah stay tuned for that and if mm-hmm. you don't already follow us on instagram that is where you're going to get all the information yes on we will about come this writing come back with all that info so join us there. If you don't follow us on Instagram, follow mm-hmm. us on TikTok <laughs> at we know how to read as well. So you can get information there mm-hmm. and all of the amazing reels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope you guys had a fun time. We definitely yeah. had a fun time. Oh yeah, absolutely. So enjoyable and so exciting. And mm-hmm. um, last plug, last plug. Oh yeah. We're really excited for our... 13 days. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is going to be 13 days. It's 13 days. Did we plan days. that on purpose? Yes. The 13? Yes. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> Megan, if anything of the season that we've decided it is that I am a planner and I was like, mm, 13. Mm, 13. <laughs> so we are going to highlight 13 mm. creepy monsters and myths from around the world leading up yes. to the one and only Halloween yes. monster mash. So, so excited. Definitely excited. We're going to get more of us every week for the month mm-hmm. of October with all our myths and monsters that we can yeah. talk about. I know. And if <laughs> so, you want more information about writing and advice uh, than what you got at this season, check out our um, They Know How to Write author series from last year. Um, and then in November, we're going to start the second um, iteration <gasps> of the They Know How to Write season. So, Very exciting. So yeah. we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you.